Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for smart, successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach, and today I'll be joined by a guest to give you an inside look at the work I do with my clients. This is your opportunity to learn through someone else's experience. They may even ask a question you have or one you haven't even thought of yet. So keep an open mind, open heart, and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to episode number 311 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm super excited to be back in your earbuds again this week. And over the past month or so, there's been a lot of new reviews for the podcast. And so if that's been you or you're the one leaving them, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me personally, um, but it's also really good for the podcast. More reviews and more downloads and subscribes and shares and all that stuff tell the podcast gods and goddesses of the algorithm that people like this show. So I appreciate you doing your part and supporting the show. So of course, subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't, please share this or any other episodes with your friends or colleagues that you think might like them. And then of course, if you haven't left a rating or review, please do that wherever you listen to this podcast. Like I said, it really, really helps. So thank you. Thank you. All right, let's get to today's episode, which I'm super excited about. So today my caller is actually a client of mine. Her name is Amy, and she is in what I might call a situationship where she's been kind of with this guy. They aren't officially together, but he keeps promising on their future together, and he keeps saying that he'll make the changes necessary in order for them to actually be together. So as you're listening in, you might notice some judgment come up around Amy and the situationship that she's in. And you might think it's really obvious that she has to let this guy go. And I just want to remind you of a few things. One, it's always easier to know what other people should do than what you should do in your own life. It's also easier when your emotions aren't wrapped up in it. And notice that If you do begin to judge or be like, oh, this is what she needs to do, it's so obvious or whatever, notice the ways in which you might also judge yourself in your own love life. Some of those judgments might be like, 
why am I still single? Or why can't I make a relationship work and everyone else can? Or why do I attract these types of people, etc, etc. Because the more that you judge yourself for whatever situationship you or even someone else may be in, then the further it actually takes you from where you want to go. And the reason is because I think compassion is the number one tool and skill set you need to have in order to heal. And healing is how you actually make changes. And we'll talk about this a little bit later on in the episode. But this situationship that Amy is in, that's not really the problem. It's just the manifestation of the problem itself. And so if you're beating yourself up for the shoulda, woulda, couldas, then you're really just creating more inner turmoil in yourself. And that leaves you grasping for more of these vices, sometimes being the wine bottle and also sometimes being a person that's just not really that great for you. So we're going to get into all of this in the coaching call. You're really going to love this. And I think this conversation applies definitely if you're in a situationship where you just can't seem to let it go. It also really applies if you're no longer in a relationship with someone, but you can't let the person go, like you can't get over that X. I think that the root of the issue is the same thing in both of those situations, even though externally it looks a little bit different. And another thing that I want you to keep in mind as you're listening to this episode is to really be honest with yourself of how your love life is fitting into your life. Is it, you know, if you think of like a pizza pie, is it just a slice of your life, your love life, or... Is it like the respite? Is it like the excitement and the rest of your life feels a little bit blah? If that's the case, then you'll definitely want to listen to the second half of our coaching call together today because that's going to be super, super applicable to you. All right. So without further ado, let's get to my coaching call with Amy. Hi, Amy. Welcome to the show. How can I help today? Hi. So I am wondering... Like, I feel stuck. I feel stuck with Drew. You know that we've, well, we've worked together. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, he still is popping up in my life. He still, you know, wants to come and see me, um, still talks about the future with me. And I just, I don't know what to do. I, I know I probably should let him go, but I feel like maybe there's still something there and I'm just kind of stuck. Okay. So the part of you that feels like you should let him go, what part of that is you? Sometimes I think it's because other people think I should. Okay. Because, you know, he's not doing what everyone thinks he should do or, you know, and let's back up. So let's get to okay. like all the facts on the table. Okay. So, uh, and also just to make sure, cause obviously we do have some contacts we've worked together. So just so people listening, know, you've been kind of with this person, but not really with this person for remind me how long three years, three years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of keeps saying, I'm going to leave my wife for you and we will be together mm-hmm. and it'll be like for real. And the whole the whole big shebang, correct? Right. Okay. And so a part of you thinks you should cut it off, right? And mm-hmm. it sounds like a lot of maybe your friends and family also think that. Right. Okay. So let's just, again, let's just go over some of the basics. So what are, what are the things that he's doing, not doing, says he's doing, not following through? Like, let's just lay it all on the table. He, I mean, I haven't seen him 
you know, in a couple months. Um, we do talk all the time. So, I mean, he's not truly there for me, there for me. I'm not really sure if he's left. It's He's not married, but I'm not really sure if he's left the woman that he's living with because he doesn't really live here in the city anymore. He lives in another city right now because that's where he works. You know, he says he's making the changes that that he needs to make. And so that's kind of, I mean, when he comes, he'll, we'll have a good time. We'll laugh. We'll, you know, we'll have a good time. But then I just, I guess I'm always on the part where I don't know. You know, I don't, what don't know. you know, like if he really is going to commit to me or if he really is going to be with me, because that's, he knows that's what I want. You know, I, we have these conversations that I want my own relationship and my own man and a commitment. Right. Okay. Let's do this. Go ahead and close your eyes for me because I want to go back to how I started this call where I asked you the part of you that thinks you should leave. So, okay, let's just, we'll call that. I mean, I know like that's been influenced probably by friends and family and whatnot, maybe a little by me too, being honest. Um, (laughs) But also I do think your rational part is probably there. Like, like, right now this has been going on for three years. Is anything really Mm going to change? Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, and also this is true for everyone listening if we all could just do what we rationally knew to be true, like life would be so much easier. Right. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) So let's look at the part of you that is still like leaving the hype. um, So to speak. Okay. Okay. So go ahead and close your eyes. And Again, like imagine, I know you watched because I always tell my clients, so I know you watched Inside Out, so Inside Out mm-hmm. style. Okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. I want you to identify the part of you that wants to stay, that still believes. Okay. And tell me when you can identify that part of you. Okay. Okay. Uh, tell me about her. How old is she? What's, what's her deal? Like, what does she want? How does she feel? All those things. I'd say she's hopeful. She is probably like later grade school ish and just wanting, wanting a boyfriend, wanting a relationship, wanting, you know, someone to pick her. Okay. Okay. And what does she believe having a relationship or having someone pick her? What does she believe that will allow her to do, be, have, feel? Um, I think I always believe that that would make me happy and I would feel secure and I would feel loved. You know, it just makes my heart skip a beat to, to know that there's someone out there that loves me and wants me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then when your adult self looks on this late grade school, so what is that like nine or 10, something like that? Yeah. 12. Okay. 12. So when your adult self looks at your 12 year old, what do you see? I see someone who doesn't feel good about herself. um, Doesn't believe she's beautiful. Thinks she's overweight because that's what she's been told by 
all of the boys on the bus made fun of. Yeah, just she's sad inside and I forgot what was the question. Yeah, you're you're answering it. What does your adult self see when you look at this? Oh, yeah, she's she's sad. She doesn't feel good enough. She feels overweight. She doesn't feel pretty. Um, She feels like she needs that in order to be whole. Okay. All right. There we go. So go into her eyes. Okay. Open your eyes. Okay. Before we move any further, we may go back into this image. We might not. What have you learned or what have you discovered? The rational part of me always knows (laughs) that I can't get that from someone else. That has to come from me, but it's like, I can't, I can't get over that part where it's like, I feel like that, you know, I mean, I guess it's, it's okay for me to want that, but I have to, I just feel like I have to be okay with not having that in the first place. Well, okay. A couple things. One, this, your attachment to Drew was not about Drew. Right. Uh, it, it could, you could like literally just insert, it could have been anybody. Right. And sure. if someone else comes along, you would probably very easily like. You're right. Yep. You're right. Um, <laughs> so first, like, let's just take him and the relationship he supposedly one day in the future offering you, let's just put that off, take that off the pedestal because it's not about him. Okay. This is about your 12 year old self who created a story. You know, Mm -hmm. she was, she was bullied, right? Like Mm -hmm. boys in the bus telling you that you're fat, like that's bullying. Right. right? She was, she was was bullied Mm -hmm. and she made a belief or created a belief that if she had a boyfriend, then all this stuff wouldn't matter. She would right. feel happy. She'd feel confident, like whatever you know, right. exact phrases or words she would. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like, this isn't such a crazy belief to come up with. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, like you probably didn't just pull this out of your ass. You know what I mean? Like, right. Right. <laughs> this is a belief nope. that we see over and over. And I mean, like even 12 year olds, depending even if you're not watching like, you know, all the rom-coms or whatever, this this belief is still instilled in you very, 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 very young. Mm -hmm. So I think the first thing you have to do before we can even begin the idea of like, okay, how can we let this person go is one, you have to forgive yourself and you have to be super compassionate with yourself and you have to understand why you're doing it, not understand why you're doing it in a logical, well, more than just understand, but understand in a compassionate way, not understand like, well, I know my rational brain knows I need to end this relationship and God, I can't do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that, right. That kind of misses the point. It's more of like, oh, I understand why I'm doing this. And it's because my 12 year old self was bullied and made this belief or created this belief that having a boyfriend or having a boy pick her would help her with all of, all of this. Wow. It's been so hard. Mm-hmm. I have so much compassion for that 12 year old version of me. Right. Mm-hmm. And can you see how that softens the edges a little bit? It can even make you feel a little bit better. 
Mm -hmm. It can make you feel a little bit, I don't know, warm and fuzzy on the inside. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm not failing. (laughs) Exactly. Because yeah you beat yourself up. Like, I know I'm doing Mm -hmm. this and it's like, why am I doing that? Like, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Then you're just creating more inner turmoil. Right. And when you create more inner turmoil, you feel more like shit. And when you feel more like shit, you're going to grasp at whatever is most convenient to give you that fix. And for some people that might be alcohol. Mm -hmm. And for some people that's (laughs) I you do know. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I mean, we might have I do wine. that. It's I like my wine. Here. Yeah. Yep. There's also different, you know, degrees of everything, but it's a spectrum. Everything's a spectrum. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are a spectrum. Um, anyways. So first just, just setting the compassion for yourself. Does that help? Does that help? Yeah, it does. And I have been working on that where I'm like, okay, you know, I understand. And then I go to the part where I'm like, why is this taking me so long? Right. And that's the part where you're kind of kicking yourself when you're down. Right. Right. It's going to take as long as it's going to take. I also believe that people have different ways that like some people respond really well to going cold Turkey. That's just mm-hmm. like personality. Right. And some people don't respond. Right. Like I've yeah. never been a smoker myself, but like there's lots of smokers in my family and some of my family members have gone cold Turkey and have been totally fine. And some like drop down to four cigarettes and then three cigarettes right. and whatever a day. Right. And like, they all lead to the same outcome. True. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm sure, I'm sure like there's some research behind it, but I don't know the mm-hmm. research, but I, what I do know is that whatever feels best for, for you is definitely the way to go. And it's going to take as long as it's going to take. Okay. Um, so when do you, well, tell me this, does he reach out to you or do you feel like a need or desire to reach out to him? And then you do it. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, it's both like I was moving into my house this weekend and Saturday I hadn't heard from him, hadn't heard from him and I wanted to call, but I'm like, you know what? No. He knows, and if he wants to call me and and see how things are going, he knows my number. So in that instance, I didn't call, and he did call me later that night to see how everything had gone. But then, like, he will call me, and I will sometimes call him, but mostly he's calling me. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So... When you call him, or I think you can even do this when he calls you as well. I want you to be super, super mindful of which part of you is either calling or which part of you is picking up the phone. Okay. I think this is a really effective way in dealing with patterns and habits we want to change. I think sometimes, like we've been saying, like if we want to change a pattern, whether it's around like sky or really anything. I mean, Mm -hmm. really any kind of pattern, whether it's food related or fitness related or whatever. Right. Right. Um, we look at that pattern as like the whole of ourselves. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I, why do I want to call him? And I know that can just, sometimes people can just brush it off as semantics, but I really don't think it's semantics. There Mm -hmm. is a part of you 
that wants to call him. There is a part of you that wants to pick up the phone when he calls you. Right. And you get better at doing this in real time when you spend time with your inner child. So I know you've already been doing inner child work. So this is Mm -hmm. not news to you. So we won't go too deep into it, but for your, for your inner child work over the next, you know, however long, a couple months, whatever, I want you to focus on that 12 year old, that 12 year old who wanted a boyfriend. So she would Mm -hmm. feel chosen and your job as the adult in the room is to help your inner child feel chosen because feeling chosen is ultimately about unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the only kind of relationship where unconditional love is really appropriate and really the thing you want is parent child. And specifically it's like parent to the child. Right. Right. And if you didn't feel unconditional loved uh, by your parents, Mm-hmm. Whether it was just because they weren't emotionally available for it or because there was like straight up neglect or abuse, you're probably going to look for that unconditional love or that feeling of like that rock, that steadiness that, you know, right. from a partner and unconditional love. I know people talk about it all the time in romantic relationships and that's what they want, but that is not what you want. <laughs> no. Because uh, no. if someone's treating you like dirt, you know, like unconditional love is not going to conquer all or whatever. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So your job is to. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com help your inner child feel that unconditional love from within so that she crowds out the need to get it from someone or something else. So when I was, I I was originally trained in health coach, health coaching. And um, one thing they taught was like this idea of crowding out. And so, you know, they're like, if you have a client who eats like six donuts for breakfast, every morning, like you don't tell them to not eat the donuts because then they're just going to eat eight donuts or whatever. Like you Mm -hmm. encourage them to like make an omelet and some sauteed vegetables. And then that will crowd out and maybe they'll only have one donut or two donuts and that's better than Mm -hmm. six donuts or whatever. So, and, and so I think, I think the same idea can apply when it comes to like our emotional needs, just like how we have physical needs around like, well, you got to eat breakfast one way or another. So it's either going to be these six donuts or like the omelet and one donut or whatever. whatever. (laughs) So the same thing with emotional needs, like, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we need more than just like food, water, and air to, to survive. Right. Like we, we have these emotional needs that we need to fulfill. And -hmm. the question is, is how are we getting them fulfilled? Are we getting them fulfilled by sources that are healthy and good for us and lead us to where you want to go or are they not? So 
another thing that I know we talked about in our last call <laughs> um, <laughs> is a little bit about your, I'm going to put, and I'm saying this jokingly, is like your five-year plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. And so because I, I, you know, and I'm just saying this because like, we obviously know each other, um, but I do think this will be helpful for people listening as well. Part of the crowding out is yes. Like getting that unconditional love, like that rock kind of feeling from yourself rather than needing to get it from, from Drew. But I also Mm -hmm. feel like there's a bigger question here of like, it almost feels like Drew's like a like, okay, here's my life and my life is fine and whatever, but then Drew's exciting. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so how can we add things into your life mm. that feel exciting that again right. are healthy and sustainable? So that's why I talked about the five-year plan. It's like, what, what do you want? Like, what do you want your, not, and, and I know five-year plans are usually like referred to in like the career context and that can certainly mm-hmm. be a part of it, but like, mm-hmm. you know, you just moved into your new home and mm-hmm. I see bare walls. Right. So like that is right. like, literally, and also metaphorically, like, what are you creating? What are you building? How are you going to decorate? How are you going to build right. this from the ground up so that, you know, Drew is not that source of excitement, fun and excitement and mm-hmm whatever. Yeah. And that is something uh, that I struggle with too, is trying to figure out that, like, what is that for me? Because I was married for 25 years, raising kids and, you know, that was basically just surviving that marriage. Um, so that kind of took up a really big chunk of my time and I'm not really sure what I, who yeah. I am anymore, you know? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. Um, so listen, you said the key phrase, you're not going to figure it out by figuring it out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like how you get your best ideas in the shower. It's because like, you don't distract you. You're not like looking at 10 million things on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, You're just like in the shower, like doing your thing. Right. So I want you to challenge yourself to do a few things that are out of your routine. Okay. Not in the sense of like, oh, I'm going to go to this paint and sip and that's going to be my new hobby, but like just doing something different, getting out of your routine, because that's going to spark some ideas. It's going to spark some creativity. I mean, and I just said paint and sip, like that'd be great. I mean, yeah. Um, a paint yeah. sub, um, you know, maybe there's like a greenway in your city you've never been to, you can like walk or ride your bike or even like, oh my God, try rollerblading. Rollerblading is in now. Like, mm, no, <laughs> don't do that. But whatever, but yeah. it's just like, just do something like different. Or if there's like, um, like a trail or something, mm-hmm. you know, not too, not too far from you or just right. it really can be whatever. Um, a yoga class, like something you would never, never, never normally try or go to just so that you're adding some of that. I mean, one of these things that you try might be like the thing that can, you know, help you build like a new sense of self or community or whatever, but it's kind of like how I encourage people, um, when they want to build their networks and meet people like potential partners in real life, Mm -hmm. I just say like, well, just go like, say hi to your barista or go, you know, just say hi to this random person, not in the sense of like this barista could be like your soulmate, but in the sense right. of you know what that will lead to, because maybe sure. it'll lead to a conversation or maybe you'll just happen to notice like this flyer when you're talking to the barista about this thing and you go to the thing, you know, like one right. thing can lead to another. And so that's really the whole point. It's not like the next thing that you try has to be the thing. 
but it can be something that can lead to something else or that can be like where you get your magical idea from or whatever. And I think that's where I get stuck a lot. I'm like, I feel like the next thing I do like has to be the thing, you know what I mean? I'm trying to figure it out. Like you said, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. figure it out by figuring it out. (laughs) Yeah. And I think like understanding how the brain works helps understand why this happens, right? Like the brain wants to constrict, Mm -hmm. right? Cause like when mm-hmm. you think about it in a very primal way, it makes sense. It's like, don't go there. There's predators there. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and so, and, and like, also it's like, don't venture too far because here is food and safety and all that stuff. Right. So right. that's what the brain does. And it's not a bad thing. I'm not trying to get you to like turn your brain off or not use it or whatever, but it's just important mm-hmm. to know like how the brain wants to work. And right. so when we want to go try like, a random Tai Chi class or whatever, the brain's like, nope, that's weird. Nope. Or, or, or it wants to like, you, you know, figure out a reason why that's not going to mm-hmm. work or you're like analyzing it or whatever, where right. in fact, like you just got to like turn your brain off as much as possible and just get into your body and see, and, and see what happens. Uh, have you read the book, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert? Mm-hmm. It'd be an interesting book for you. I mean, it's, it's more about like your creative process, but I think it's kind of like, it's a very similar thing that I'm, okay. that I'm talking about. Like when I record my podcast, especially my solo episodes, cause like when I'm doing a conversation like this, like we just talk or when I have an interview, we just right. talk, right? but when I'm doing my solo episodes, sometimes I'm looking at a, at like a blank Google doc and I'm like, what the hell am I going to say? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I try to force yeah. myself to like write something. I'm like, this isn't going to be good. And right. so what I do is I just go out for a walk. And I use my voice to text thing and, you know, I have a pretty solid draft and it's just like, because I'm just not making myself do it, but I'm like birds and like feeling the sunshine Mm -hmm. and like all that kind of stuff. And so I think some of the creative hacks, if you will, although that phrase itself is a little bit (laughs) like jumbo (laughs) shrimp, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, but I, I think um, the another good book about this is The Artist's Way by um, The Artist's Way. I don't remember her. She's she's like the morning pages person. Julia Cameron. Okay. Is that her name? I think right. so. Her whole thing is to basically wake up and before you do anything else, it's called morning pages, just write. It's not, she says it's not journaling. It's just like stream of consciousness, like whatever. I don't yeah. know what the difference between that and journaling is, but here we right. are. Anyways, that it, I mean, she has like, I don't know. Anyways, you can look into that. She has an app now. It's, it's pretty good. I oh. actually have it. Um, and okay. it like it dings green. Like when you've written 500 words, you're like, all right, I'm done my morning pages. I mean, it is okay. good. I, it does kind of get like, the whole point is like, you're supposed to write, even if you're like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. And then eventually you're like, you start <laughs> writing something else besides, I don't know what to say. Right. <laughs> it's a good way to practice, like turning your brain off and just kind of be feeling you know, inspired or, or whatever. But I think that I know we kind of like drifted a little bit away from the original question. However, mm-hmm. I do think that this Drew thing comes in two parts. One, it's definitely inner child stuff, right? Like he's right. definitely bumping up against that core wound and it's mm-hmm. not him. It, this could be anybody. This is right. him playing into that little 12 year old who just wants to be chosen. So there's definitely some inner child work there to do. And then Mm -hmm. more important, not more importantly, but also importantly, when he calls, when you want to reach out, like really being with that 12 year old, like, 
I'm here. I'm here. And, and, and you might still reach out to him in that moment, or you might still pick up the phone or whatever, but it's going to be a very different energy than Mm -hmm. if you're like kind of giving yourself that grounded feeling rather than needing to get that from him. And then crowding him out through building a life that just has more excitement than, you know, a missed call from him. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. Okay, good. Was this helpful? Yes, very much so. Awesome. If you like what you hear in these kinds of episodes, imagine what we could do if it was just you and me working together over many months. Listen, I know what it's like to feel stuck and hopeless in your love life. I remember throwing everything in my love life in the hopes that something will stick and I'd finally catch a break. It wasn't until I stopped changing up my profile for the millionth time or telling myself that next time will be different from the millionth time that things actually start to shift for me. In order to find deep love, you've got to do the deep work. And through my own experience of crappy dating, helping hundreds of women before you and my expertise in inner child work, I can help you make the inner shifts you need to get the outer shifts you want. When you work with me, we dig into your past relationships, your childhood, and deep-rooted beliefs so we can unravel your relationship patterns and get you into the deep love you want to be in. It doesn't matter if you've done this kind of work for years and haven't figured it out yet, or you're newer in the personal growth space. What matters is that you're done with being where you are now and you're ready to invest time, money, and energy into dramatically up-leveling your love life. If that sounds like what you want, I invite you to set up an introductory coaching call with me so we can see if one-on-one coaching is right for you. I've got limited spots available, so please don't put this off if this is something that you want this year. Head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching to schedule your call. That's veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. Talk soon. And in the meantime, let's get back to the episode. Thank you, Amy, for coming onto the show. As always, I so appreciate your courage and your vulnerability and, of course, your time. And if you listening to this episode would like to come onto the show and be coached by me for free, then head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast, scroll to the bottom of the page, and there you'll see a link about coming onto the show. Click that link. That will take you to a Google form, fill out the Google form. And then if I am accepting calls, then that will forward you to my calendar. And if I am not, that'll get you on the wait list. And then my assistant Jess will reach out to you when it's time to schedule your call with me. And these are, like I said, free. They're also super short, super fun, and they can really pack a punch. Obviously, you won't be able to solve all your problems in a one 20-minute session, but it just takes one step to get unstuck. And so just having one action step, one thing that feels clearer than it did before can often be the thing to get the ball rolling and to get things moving in your life in the right direction. So this has obviously come up on the show a lot, but that is the problem or what feels like the problem in your life is rarely the actual problem. It's simply the manifestation of the problem. Now, obviously, I understand that having someone you can't get over or someone that you can't seem to let go of for good feels like 
a problem. And, you know, like, I guess if we're talking the technical definition, sure, maybe it's a problem. But again, it is really the symptom of the deeper issue. It's the manifestation of whatever's really going on. So yes, is Drew and that relationship probably not going anywhere a problem in Amy's life? Of course. But the real issue is that she isn't able to generate a way to feel chosen, to feel that unconditional love, to feel good enough without being chosen by another man. And furthermore, her life just feels a little like meh right now. It's not really where she wants to be. She doesn't know what makes her feel happy or like herself or feel purposeful or fulfilled or all the things that she wants to to feel. And there's very good reason for it, right? Like she was in a not so great marriage for a really long time and trying to raise kids. And I think that's very normal for women to come out of those situations being like, who the hell am I? What am I going to do now? And it takes time to kind of figure those questions out. You just have to like I said to Amy, just try things without any agenda or wanting it to be quote unquote, right. But these two things are really the issue in Amy's life. These are really the problems. And Drew is just a symptom of that. And that's why when I work with clients who come to me, and they've got themselves in some sort of situationship, and you know, my clients can attest to this, I will never be like, all right, I'm going to pressure you to let this person go for good, or I'm going to make you get over this person because that just doesn't work. You're really relying on willpower. And yeah, you know, if I really pushed Amy and if she really pushed herself, maybe she could just go cold turkey on Drew and just completely cut it off and move on. But my question is, is that either A, would she relapse with Drew at some point when she had a moment of weakness or was having a bad day? Or would she just get herself into a very similar situationship in the future? And look, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know for sure. But I think it's not a bad guess to think one of those two things would happen because it didn't really solve the issue. I firmly believe that when Amy can really work on that inner child, that little 12-year-old girl that we talked about in our call today, and create a life that feels purposeful and exciting and fulfilling to her then Drew's just not going to fit in anymore because she's not going to have that same kind of emotional need for him. And really, this is the value of coaching with me and working one-on-one is because sometimes when we try to do things on our own, we're it can feel like we're spinning our wheels or, or feel really, really stuck. And the reason that we're spinning the wheels or you're feeling really stuck is because you're working on the thing that's not actually the problem. And, and so you kind of feel like you're just going back to the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. But again, you're not really focusing on the problem. And so this is what I love, love to do with clients. Obviously, they come to me with their goals. They come to me with the situationships that they're in and the problems that they have in their love life. But I always know to just you know, pop the hood and peel the layers back and get to the root of it because that's really what I'm interested in when I work with clients. I don't pressure to like, oh, you have to go out and date or you have to get over this person or you have to let this person go or whatever. Because again, that's all willpower. And you have to use, you know, various embodiment tools, various inner child tools so that you can really create those shifts from the inside out. Um, not that you'll never be rejected or have a hard experience or moment in your love life ever again. But it'll give you the tools so that you don't regress and get into some of the, you know, like the crappy 
situationships, relationships, that kind of stuff over and over and over again. So if you are interested in working with me one-on-one and this resonates and you want to do this kind of deep work with me, I would love to connect with you. What you'll do is you'll go over to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. We'll put that link in the show notes as well. And there you will fill out a quick form. That form will take you to my calendar And there we'll have a quick consult call. And that consult call is just for us to get to know each other so you can make the best decision for you as to whether or not this is the right fit for you, the right next step, all of those good things. Um, I love working with clients one-on-one. I love diving deep. And if you like the vibe, if you like the work that I do with clients, then I do think you'll enjoy working with me. Um, I'm not the kind of coach where I'm like, all right, let's, you know, bust open your profile or, (laughs) you know, let's work on your texting. Uh, Not that you can't send me texts or not that we can't talk about online dating, but it's always going to go back to, okay, but what part of you is wanting to text this or, okay, what part of you is needing to get that text from that person so that we can do the inner work behind, you know, whatever the external, you know, problem of the day is. Anyways, so that's my philosophy. That's how I work with clients. If that resonates, I take on two clients a month. I am recording this in very late April. So this is coming out in mid-May or so. I'm not exactly sure how many spots I will have left. Um, as of this recording, I only have actually one spot open for May. Again, um, if May is full, then June or July or whatever, you know, the next available spot will be available. Then you can take that if you are interested in doing this kind of work with me. So again, that link is veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. And I would love to be in touch if this resonates. If you've got it all but love, you're ready to up-level your love life, and the work we did in this episode resonates, I want you to strongly consider working with me one-on-one. You'll never hear me say, you just got to get out there more, or you got to love yourself more. Working together is your opportunity for me to guide you in doing the deep work so you can transform your love life from the inside out. I actually don't care what app you're on or what your texting game is like or how many dates a month you go on. I care about doing the deep work so you can attract a deep love. I meet you right where you are, hold your hand and hold you accountable throughout the process. So if you're looping or feeling stuck in your patterns and can psychoanalyze yourself to death, I can get you to where you want to go. If you're serious about finding love in the next 12 months and are ready to invest time and money into yourself, I invite you to set up an introductory coaching call with me so we can explore if working together is the next right step for you. You can learn more and schedule your consult at veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. That's veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. Thank you so much for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. If you're looking for links or resources mentioned in the show, you can find them in the show notes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And if you love this episode, please subscribe and rate and review wherever you listen. It really helps me to grow the show. Thank you so much in advance. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of the Love Life Connection podcast. And until then, sending you lots of love. 